0: Thanks, story we're following: New Yorkers can now apply for the new enhanced driver's license. This Melissa Holmes live at Peace Bridge with the latest. Melissa, well, Lisa, they've only been available for a couple of hours, but already more than 100 New Yorkers have applied for the new enhanced driver's license. Officials say that they'll make crossing borders like here at the Peace Bridge safer and faster. Now, starting June 2009, federal law will require you to either have the enhanced driver's license or a passport to enter into the U.S. from Canada the Caribbean or Bermuda. Now, the new enhanced driver's license has a special radio frequency chip inside that will make it faster at the border crossing. Now, for a regular renewal, the enhanced license costs $80. That's $30 more than a regular license. But a passport costs more than $100. Now, a birth certificate will suffice at the border until June 2009, and it will always be accepted for
1: Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in three, two, one. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong, your watchman on the wall, 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 wall. bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the Mark of the Beast, the European Superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So sit back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible, and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone.
2: and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! He's saying, turn from your wicked ways. Repent of your sins. Okay. But it says, but what a division. I'm telling you, he's ready to cut up.
0: He's ready to come
3: in there, that you and and cut you up in your heart. Didn't he do that when the... When he administered, every time the word says, they sought to kill him. And here's something else. Don't listen to everything you hear. You listen to the Holy Ghost, that fire that's inside of you. You listen. I'm just wondering, do you have the Holy Ghost? Do you? I'm asking you. Do you have that in the fire, of the Holy Ghost? And if you don't, you need to get it today. Don't call 911. Let it burn. If it's burning, let it burn. Let the fire just consume everything in your soul that is not of God. Are you in a free for all right now in your spirit? Are are you getting all tight? Are you turning red? Are you blowing uh, smoke out your ears because you're kicked off because somebody over the airways has pricked your heart and a fallow ground? You gotta follow hard, man. So- I'm telling you, we've got to get it together because we are in the final hours. We are on the final, final, I'll say this in in pun, but the final countdown of the hour. We're in it. We're doing it. It's coming down. Well, why don't we? We've got to be preaching this type of conviction, power, word of God, and not hold any punches back. Take out, take off the glove. Let's bare knuckle it, people. Let's give it what it's supposed to give. Deliver what God has called you to deliver. Teach it the way He taught you to teach it. Let me say this to everybody in this building the devil doesn't care if you go to church. going to be a shocking statement, but hell will be greatly populated with Sunday morning churchgoers. You may not like this, but I'm not here tonight running a popularity contest, and I truly do want you to approve and like me, but even at that, I must obey God. Hell is going to be populated with Sunday morning churchgoers.
4: everybody sorry about for the little lag there it is a moment of difficulty we're having here with this player but we got it under this is the prophecy zone radio network and i just thank god for letting uh us be here i thank brother phil armstrong for opening up his venue of this broadcast over here on the prophecy zone network this here is consuming fire radio broadcast I'm your host, Revival Fire, and I just thank God for being here this evening. There is so much, folks, that is going on all around us. I'm telling you, it is just uh, prophecies being fulfilled every moment of the hour that we're uh, awake. Things that are happening, especially the big thing in the news right now is the blood red water over there in China that is uh In that Yangtze River, the third largest river in the world it is taking place. It's got people baffled of what's going on. You know, they can't figure it out. They're trying to figure it out in the things, the ways of this world. But eh, it's not going to happen because it's spiritual. Like it says over in Revelation, in the times of the sorrow, birth pains of sorrows, which we're in, it is taking place. And I'm telling you, folks. It is time, it is time, it is time for the folks that are out here listening to get right with God, to get in relationship with Him. And we're going to go to another selection here in just a minute. We're waiting for more people, letting more people come in. And we're going to play this. This is going to be a song uh, from Hillsong. It's called The Light of the World. Be right back, folks. Hold right on.
5: We're here at the Wide River Canyon where amazing Alan will jump this crevice in his VW bus. Think you can do it, Alan? No problem, guys! Great! What Alan doesn't know is that we've attached an industrial-strength bungee cord to the back of his VW. Wish me luck! All right, Alan! The point we're making is Alan thinks he can cross this gorge by going fast enough, just as man thinks he can enter heaven by being good enough. But just as the bungee cord will stop Alan, there is one thing that will keep man from entering heaven. Sin. Our sin prevents us from entering heaven. But Christ died to pay the penalty of our sin for us. And if we believe Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, he will forgive our sins. Don't take our word for it. Read it for yourself in the Bible. Okay, let's let Alan down. Oh, oh, guys! Oh, that's right. Pull him up. Another message from Lifeline Productions, the comic strip of radio at lifelinepro.com. We're here with amazing Alan who will attend.
4: Amen. Folks, we're back live again. I tell you it's so important that we are walking with the Lord. And we're going to get into the word here in just a minute. And you know, it's a it's amazing the stuff that is taking place, like I said. It is it is totally just mind boggling to me that this all is taking place all around us at this present time. And we kinda of wonder why is this all going on? Well, there's sin in the land, folks. And this is how the world is, the earth is responding to the sin that's in the land. But we're going to go to the word of God and we're going to put it all together as the title was, you know, here on the, for the broadcast, you know, uh, that's the main, main thing. We're going to go over here and the title is, what are you doing with your light, hiding it? Nope, hope not. Hope not. I hope you're not hiding your light, folks. Your light, the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're born again, we're going to go into the Scriptures, and we're going to go in to see what it says. If you would, We're going to first open up with prayer, and we're going to go to the Lord right now, if you would bow your heads in prayer with me at this present time. Father God, in the name of your Son, Jesus, we just ask that the Holy Spirit would enlighten the lights, the hearts of the people, the light of your word would come in and make just a hide, not hiding in their heart, but be illuminated. It would come alive in their hearts and they would be a doer of the word and not a hearer only to what they're hearing. And they would take it out into the hedges and the byways. We're going to go into the scriptures. We're going to go over to in Jesus name. Amen. Sorry about that. Uh, it's Matthew five fourteen. Matthew, we're going to start with Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, and we're going to read on. And it says here, you are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Verse 15, it says, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light into all that are in the house and goes on verse 16 let your life shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven i'm telling you folks what are you doing with your light it says here in verse 14 it says you are the light of the world you and i are the light of the world the ones that are truly born again not the ones that are in a religious Sitting, just going to church, and I just doing our hum drum, self-centered lifestyle each and every day. That's not what it's about. This is what is ca- talking to the person that is totally sold out, a hundred and ten percent. You know, a hundred and ten percent is giving it all, surrendering it all to the Lord Jesus Christ. Then you have the light of the world in you. There's people that are running around that has a false light, a false firelight. It is a dim light. It's a very very dim light coming out of, out of them because they don't have the word of God that is in their, in their heart. And eventually it totally goes out because if you have the word of God and you have that relationship, you are the light of the world, folks. What are we doing with our light? Are you hiding it under a bushel? Meaning are you hiding it in your self-centered ways, doing what you want to do and not what the Lord Jesus Christ is instructing you to do? You go about your daily business about your own thing Instead of God's agenda, what he's wanting you to do is he telling you to do something you're saying, I'm not going to do that today. When you go to your Walmart or you go to work or wherever, are you witnessing? Are you out there doing what the word of God has to say? And I'm going to say something about that, folks, In, in love. It is shame, 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 shame on you people that is not giving your light out, which is the gospel of the word of God. You're, not, you're ashamed of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because if you weren't ashamed of the Lord Jesus Christ, you'd be out witnessing everywhere you go. You'd be proclaiming the Word of God to everyone that you come in contact with. Everyone that you come in contact with. Not some of the people you come in contact with. Everybody you come in contact with, you'd be excited. You'd be excited at what the Lord Jesus Christ is doing for you in your life. And you would be using the gifts of the Spirit that He's given you to give out to the people. I'm telling you, people, you are. I'm, I love you enough to tell you the truth. There, if you are going about not about the Father's business, you're going about your business. You're going into. I'm using Walmart's as an example because we all go there and all trade there. Most of us, the biggest majority of us, you go in there, you get what you want, and you get out. You go to the gas station. You gas up your vehicle and you get out. You don't go around there and say, Lord, what do you want me to do here? Do you want me to spread your word here? Who do you want me to spread your word to? I want to shine my light, not my dim light, but my bright light that is in me, which is the, Jesus Christ, the hope of glory. Just shine it into the lights of their little bat cave. Of their world, at their end of darkness, that they're not born again, that they can see, you can show them the way out. I've got the light here. You can come this way. You can come with me. You can come over here, and I'll show you the way of the way out of your sin. See, is there? There's not nobody doing that here today. It's they're out here. They got the uh, I call them the pulpit pimps. They're out here. They're doing their thing. They're they're uh, proclaiming prosperity. It's not about prosperity, folks. It's about saving souls. We're not saving souls, but we are proclaiming the word of God, and the Holy Spirit does the saving. He does the convicting. He's got to use somebody. Are you going to do something? Are you going to do something for the kingdom of God? Are you going to get out there? Are you going to be the light of the world? It says Christians and ministers and all Christians are the light of the world because they are the instructions and examples to show what God requires. We are supposed to be doers of the Word of God and not a hearer only, not going around about our own stinking business. You know the reason why you're not getting a raise at work? You know the reason why you can't get ahead at work is because your motives are wrong, because you're there to make money. That's not the reason you're there. You're there to be a godly employee, number one. And number two, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ at the workplace, at break, and in the parking lot, and outside, standing, waiting to go in to go to work, or wherever you start sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, I'm just, uh, Mike, I'm just a silent witness. No, you've got to open your mouth. You've got to do something. Talk is cheap, but you've got to put a little action, you've got to put a little work and be a doer of the word, and start helping out folks, showing them there's a way out. Because I'm telling you people, when I was in the world for them 21 years, no one showed me the way out. They wouldn't talk to me. No Christians came up and proclaimed the word of God. They didn't tell me there was a way out of my sin. But I'm telling you what sin is, folks, if you keep in it, it's like you'll never get satisfied in your sin. But see, the ministers that are out here that are proclaiming the truth of the word, like myself, you got Michael evangelist Michael Parker, you got uh, evangelist uh, Phil Armstrong, you've got others, Pastor Paul Begley that is out here. I'm not going to go on and name more, but that's just the ones that came to my mind right now. you got Trevor Davis from Sounding the Alarm over at SoundingTheAlarm.com. We're all bringing forth the truth of the gospel. It's about the truth of the gospel and it hurts sometimes folks. I'm not going to tell you a, a you know a candy coated gospel. I'm going to give you the require what God shows you what God requires that is the truth of the word of God. The truth. I'm I am proclaiming it in my own life folks. That's what you've got to do. People all around you say, "Yeah, I know you that guy." You know, he used to be a drug addict and alcoholic for 21 years, but now he's a fanatic for Jesus. Well, amen. I'd rather be a fanatic for Jesus and make it into heaven and be a cold, cold, cold-hearted so-called Christian and bust hell wide open and not out here proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. So the uh, Christians anywhere else are so-called. that They're called, but, you know, Many are called, but few are chosen. Now, come on, folks. You've been chosen. You've been doing it, but you don't want to get out of your bubble. You don't want to get out and do what what God has called you to do. It says, nay, as if to to avoid the August title which the Master has proclaimed to himself, Christians are said to shine as lights or as translators. We're supposed to also be ambassadors to the kingdom of heaven. Are you out doing, being a light, you out here being a lighthouse on top of the hill? Or are you going around and you just over here, tucked away in the cave, you got the light in there, for year four and no more, and you're going to serve your self-centered ways, but you're not sharing it to nobody. Shame, shame, shame on you, and I love you enough to tell you, you need to get out of that sin, that is sin, that's called self-centeredness, you can't do that, You you'll bust hell wide open folks. That is total sin. It's a sin of iniquity. Sin of iniquity is doing the same thing over and over and over, and you know it's wrong, and expecting a different result, which is insanity, and you keep on doing it. Why? Is it because you don't want nobody to think bad of you? Well, I don't want nobody to be talking about me at work. I don't want to get fired. Let me tell you something about the workplace. If you do it in a godly way, God's going to anoint it. And if you do get fired, guess what? God's got another job for you waiting for you better than the one you you have. So just do, you take care of God's business. He's going to take care of your business. See, we got a lot of Western world mentality going on here in this nation and in this part of the country world that it's all about us. It's not about anything else. Come on, people. Why don't we do what God has called us to do? Maybe it's because a lot of self-centeredness is going on, you know? It's because we want to do what we want to do. We're not totally sold out. And he goes on here to say in Philippians chapter 2, verse 15, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights into the world. Why? Why, you know, is we we have a blinder on we're passing out sunglasses to everybody because oh you're bright your uh, uh pastor mike your your light's too bright tone it down tone it. No, i ain't, i'm not toning it down jesus didn't tone it down i'm not going to tone it down i'm going to come with zeal i'm going to come with love and show people and tell people there's a way out of the sins that they're in and it says as the lights of the world the world is a moral sense What the original chaos was in a natural sense, covered with darkness. The darkness of the ignorant and unbelief or or impidity and superstition has spread itself over the greater part of the world. We see that today, all this self-centered beliefs because we heard it from some man or some university was teaching that there is no God. God is dead and he's not alive no more. He passed away. Blah 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 garbage teaching out of the universities across this nation, That is what has poisoned the minds of people. That's the reason why we have stinking thinking that is going on with the young folks today. That they do not want anything to do with the gospel because they don't see any examples of the gospel. They don't see anybody really doing the word of God. We need to be that example. We need to. That's an example of an ambassador. Like I was saying, and they're going on into darkness not knowing where they are going. They're just endlessly going out here, these people, that we can be reaching, folks. The kingdom of God is is coming soon. It, it, it is coming sooner than what we think upon this this earth. The kingdom of God is here in each and every one of us. The Lord's return, whenever that happens, is coming. We see all the signs, like I said, that is going on. You got uh, evangelist uh, uh, Bill Armstrong. He's been proclaiming it and others, like I said. You know, wake up, folks. What is it going to take? Is it going to take a devastation to get you to shine your light, to get you to say, oh, I better get off my blessed assurance and start doing something? It could be too late. It said the saints are the light of the world. They were once darkness. We were all, before we come born again, we were in darkness. But when we got born again, the light came within us. That is Jesus Christ, but is made light by the Lord. And they are called into marvelous light and are filled with light, spiritual and evangelical. They are like the moons and the stars that give light to the world in the night. This is in the darkest hour, folks. That's what it's saying in the darkest hour that we're in. We're supposed to be bringing hope, bringing a light. Are you doing that? Are you sh- are you covering up your light with a bushel of the things of this world? That's your self-centeredness cares and ways in the world. It is not going to do it. I'm telling you. Are you going to the Coliseums to go see the pigskin get thrown around? There's nothing wrong with going to a football game or any other games in the Coliseums, baseball, basketball, any of the sports. But kind of think, you know, if we keep on hooked. On. You know, people, right now the football season is college and professional. Everybody's glued to the set and talking about the quarterbacks. Well, what about the quarterbacks? I could care less. That's going to bust you, you know, hell wide open. Because some of these people are sinners that are out here, and they're caught up in the moment. They're caught up in the flesh of the sporting event. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with going there, but you don't get addicted like most people that are hardcore, whatever fans they are. That's carrying it too far. We should be a hardcore, not fan, but a part of Jesus Christ, spreading that same tenacity and zeal wherever we go. But no, I don't want nobody to talk bad about me. Well, they're already talking bad about you if you believe in Jesus Christ, folks, believe it or not. It says, rather, the churches of Christ are the candlesticks in which the light of the gospel is put and held forth to men as follows. The house of God, not the religious church, folks. There's so much religion, religious churches in America. They want your money, honey, just like Walmart. That's all they're wanting. They, they give you a little bit of facade, a little bit of cotton candy, make you feel good. It's all on emotionalism. It is isn't end the reality of what the Word of God has to say. And see, we've got de- de- different denominations and I call it different denominations because you've got some demon ruling that denomination and not having the fullness of the Christ of His Word being brought forth. That's the reason why there's so much division in the body of Christ, you can't get everybody together in, in an event because, well, I we don't believe that way, Mike. We don't believe that way because we're so and so denomination. Big deal. We're supposed to be, uh, uh, you know, serving God, and it says here in verse fifteen, it says neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick and give us light into all that all are in the house. You know, that is saying we cannot keep going. that's the reason why this nation is in the situation that it's in, because it has been kept under a bushel for all these years. Now it's time to get out. I'm telling you, people, judgment's coming upon this nation for the sin it's doing in the church. The church is going to get judged first, and then the world's going to get judged. We see the stuff going on in different leaderships of the churches, here across America, some of them are going to jail. Some of them are getting arrested. Some of them are dying in sin. I'm not mentioning no names, but you know what I'm talking about. And then you got Pastor Smiles over on his television broadcast out of Texas, and he just, it's all right. I'm telling you, it's not all right, because if you're not living by the word of God, it is not all right. It says here, uh, Matthew five fifteen. It says, neither, like I said, uh, uh, do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick. We're supposed to be putting it in the house of God, shining that light out. It's like a lighthouse. You know, you go by the seashore and they out on a jetty, that's a, a peninsula that is made of rocks and stuff like that. It is protruding out from the the coast and it is to warn the ships. That there is jagged rocks out there or there is a sandbar out there. And that light shine, You can see it for a long ways out in the ocean. It is a beacon of light that keeps on going. And it warns the ships, don't come near the coast over here. It's a warning light. This is what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be sitting on the candlestick in the house God. Warning people of all the things like the watchman on the wall. We're supposed to be warning people and proclaiming God's Word, not fear-mongering. There's a lot of fear-mongering going on. I could mention names of ministries that do it. You know who I'm talking about. I don't need to go into it, but there's so much fear-mongering going on out here. And when it doesn't happen, you see, they're going to say this is going to happen in sometime in the next few days or months or whatever, and it doesn't happen, people kind of fall away the great falling away takes place and this is not what it's supposed to be you know we it says the design of the expression is that christ has lightened the candle of the everlasting gospel and give given gifts to men for the ministration of it not to be concealed or neglected or to be used, as the servant did his Lord's money, wrap it up in a napkin and hide it in the earth. I'm telling you, we've been given spiritual gifts, and we are supposed to be about the Father's business with these spiritual gifts and start operating. And see, that's when you go out witnessing, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to shed the light of the gospel by the gifts of the callings that that have been given to us. You know, the gifts of the Spirit are supposed to be in manifestation when we're ministering and have the signs, wonders, and miracles taking place. Not what we're wanting to do, folks. There's a lot of what we want to do into these ministries that are out here and not doing the will of the Father. Verse 16 of the fifth chapter of Matthew says, Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And you see, everything that we're doing is supposed to glorify God, and not supposed to glorify our denom- denomination. Denomination? Uh, I can't even talk about it. Demonation of our denomination, you know. And that's what is going on today. It's you know, you believe our way because our way is true. No, there's only one way that is true, and that is being taught by the Holy Ghost and being led by the Lord Jesus Christ in our life. People, them days, um. We're out here, and I'm going to go on to say, let your light shine before men. Here, Christ is applying the forever going simple to his disciples and more fully opens the meaning and design of it. This is what it's about. Jesus said that light was given not merely for their own private use, but for the public good of mankind. and there, And therefore, as they were placed as lights in the world, they were to hold forth in the most open, conspicuous manner the word of light and life. See, we're supposed to be proclaiming the word of God, the word of truth, not the word saith our denomination of denomination, the way we perceive it. No, what does the written word of God has to say? And let the Holy Spirit set president. Presidents of what is supposed to be brought forth and the truth of the word. But no, we just let our, our flesh just run wild and our imaginations run wild. Well, I think it says this, and our, our theologian says it says this. Now, what does the Holy Ghost have to say? Because he is the teacher. That's what it says over in the book of Acts is the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. It does teach us the word of God if we let it. To they that may see your good works, meaning their zeal, our zeal, and fervency. Let me tell you something about that. Let's look at that. Do you realize these other religions, like the Muslims, they've got a false light. It is totally a false light. And they've got zeal, man. They've got fervency, their plainliness and openness of their sincerity, their faithfulness and their integrity, their courage and integrity. And they're diligent to preaching or proclaiming their way of what they think. Why can't we do that but more with for Christ folks, because we're not shining our light. We are supposed to be the integrity, their courage and in
1: and, in
4: and, and, and their diligence and their faithfulness and in preaching the gospel, their stinct regard of truth regard of truth and honor of Christ and the goods of souls. What is your, you know, this hour, is it about prosperity in your life or is it about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and having people repent of their sin so they can come to Christ? It's about souls in this hour, folks. It's not about how big a house you can have. It's not about going to some big prosperity meeting and you hear some uh, prophet up here proselying well if you give a thousand dollars over here you're going to get a million and you're going to be i'm going to everybody in, in this line right now is going to have a cadillac escalade you know or whatever a hummer or whatever it's garbage but see we're so uh we're not so rooted in the word of god we run a run to these proselyers Because they're tickling our flesh in the ways that we want to do it. And they're not seeing for our goods. Guess what? They're seeing for their goods in the bank account. They're laughing all the way to the bank. And that's not glorifying our Father which is in heaven. It's what it says over, and I'll read it again. Let your light shine before men. It's Verse 16, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You see, they're glorifying their Father which is not in heaven. He is the God of this world, which is Satan, folks. You know, when you are being disobedient into the things of the world and you think you're a disciple and you're getting hammered by, by the enemy, it's because you're disobedience. because the devil is a legalist. He is a legalist. When you're not proclaiming the word of God and you're living out the word and you're in obedience, See, you're under the protection of the Lord Jesus Christ through his blood that was shed on Calvary for you because you're born again and you're out there doing it, okay? Why can't you do it today? Get rid of that sin that you're in. Say, I'm tired of living in this sinful life and give it over to the Lord Jesus Christ and say, I'm done living this way. I want you, Lord, to come into my heart and rule and reign in me 110% because I'm laying it all down. Right now, I'm laying my life, my money, my kids, my wife, everything, or you're single or whatever. You're laying it all down. It's about surrender. Why don't you surrender it all right now to the Lord Jesus Christ 110%? We're going to open up the phone lines, and I want some people to call in. I want to play another song. The phone line is, phone number 347-826-7088. Please call in somebody. I want to hear what you have to say concerning what you heard here tonight. I tell you, it's all about Jesus. It is all about him. You know, it's not about me or anybody else, but it's all about Jesus Christ. And give him the glory and be right back.
0: Oh come so-
4: Yes, that was Misty Edwards and All Consuming Fire. I'm telling you, Exodus 34. We're going to go over here to Exodus 34. This is a scripture that we all know, but uh, you know, God, our God is our heavenly Father, the one that we're supposed to be worshiping, not ourselves. He is a jealous God. It says 34:14. It says, "For thou shalt worship." No other God, for the Lord, whose name is jealous, is a jealous God. He is a jealous God. Deuteronomy 4.24, it says, For the Lord thy God is a consuming fire, even a jealous God. I'm telling you, he is so jealous. He wants all of you 110%. Are you willing to give that over? Are you tired of living in the lifestyle that you're doing, just going about your sin that you're in, Because the sin that you're in is never satisfied. You'll never satisfy your sin. It's only for a moment of pleasure. That's all it is. That's self-indulged nonsense for a moment of pleasure. You need to turn your will and your life totally over to the care of God. It's all about Jesus. Turning it all over to Him. Not what you're wanting to do, but turning all that will of your will over to the care of god and you know folks uh come on over there and uh, i'm sorry about that i just noticed that my volume was down I, I apologize for that. It's back up but you know it's about jesus like i said he is a jealous god if a father god is a jealous god and i just read them scriptures i'll read them again if it was already the volume was down i apologize for that we're going to read them again it is exodus 34:14. Says, for thou shalt worship no other god. For the Lord, for the Lord whose name is jealous is a jealous God. And Deuteronomy four twenty four states that for the Lord thy God is a consuming fire, even a jealous God. He wants a hundred and ten percent of you. He wants you to make that total surrender. I'm going to say something about surrender. Do you know when everybody going around today? You see it. They're wearing a cross on their neck. They got cross rings. You know what that means? That means dying to yourself. That is sacrificing yourself to the cross to turning your will and your life over to the care of God. It's not bling bling. It's not going around, look at my golden cross or my neat looking earrings cross. No, that is called total surrender. It's called death. Dying to yourself. That's what you're supposed to do. Not elevate your self-will, but die to your self-will by turning your will and your life over to the care of God 110%. I'm telling you, folks, I've been there where you've been, and there is no happiness. There is no happiness whatsoever in sin. But when it was brought to me, when I was in that treatment center, the Lord, by spirit, came in there, and I turned my will and my life totally over to his care. Guess what? I had somebody to go through the fire with. I had somebody that will go through the fire with me. He was there through thick and thin. He was there no matter what. He was always there to show me the way out if I was out of my self-will. That's what it's about, folks. Again, I need a caller, somebody to call in. 347-826-7088. Sure would love to hear from you. We're gonna play one more uh selection, and if not, we're gonna end the broadcast and we're gonna go on and do on um, some other things on another time and another place what the Lord has for us to do, and then we will be right back, folks. Here we go. <laughs>
0: Thank <laughs> you. you should.
4: is made for love i tell you that's what we were we were made to love him give him all the glory all the honor and all the praise that is due to him like i said earlier in the broadcast it's not about r4 and no more it's about getting your light shining that brinkman flashlight of yours that is jesus christ and shining into every bat cave into the individual's hearts because their hearts are so hardened they're so just dark folks You've got to be about the Father's business at this hour. It's all about souls. And again, I thank you for being here on Prophecy Zone a radio network, and this is Consuming Fire radio broadcast. I'm your host, Revival Fire, and I'm going to give you some places where you can get a hold of us at uh, www.propheciesoftheendtimes.com. That's Evangelist Mike Parker. You can find him over there and myself. Revival Fire is www.consumingfireradio.com. We have a live player in both of them uh, chat rooms of Prophecies of the End Times and Consuming Fire Radio. Go over there and there's a player. And also, there is a place where you can get a hold of us and our email address. We are with the Christian Family Life Radio.com. We're with Christian Family Radio and uh, uh, Christian Family Life Radio, excuse me. And that is our network and we are uh, under that with the fire of the holy ghost Network.com. You can go over to fireoftheholyghost.com. You can go over there and you can see our stuff that we have. And we're also running a 24/7 radio broadcasting stations. It is revivalfire.caster.fm. That is mine, the Consuming Fire Radio Broadcast. And you've got Evangelist Michael Parker. His is fm. Come on over, people. We've got 24-7 going on. And when we're uh, using our computer, we've got to shut it off because we've only got one computer of each of ours. You know, his house, and I've got one. And it really takes a dedicated uh or, you know, computer to run it 24-7, but we've got the capabilities there. We've got some other fireworks, uh, other stuff in the irons, in the works of fireworks, you know, and we've got our Google, uh, well, I'll just say this, we've got our uh, Fire of the Holy Ghost uh, network is uh, where Michael Parker would be broadcasting through Google. We'll do a video over there on YouTube, but that, it's, it's Fire of the Holy Ghost You know, uh, www.youtube.com forward slash Fire of the Holy Ghost uh, Network. And you can go ahead and view that. And I've got mine over at Revival Fire 2 at YouTube. And you can be catching live broadcasts under our feed tab there. And you'll see upcoming broadcasts. Again, I thank everybody and give God all the glory, all the honor to be able to uh, you know, be here this evening, and I just thank, uh, again, uh, evangelist Phil Armstrong for being, Brother brother Phil, for letting us be here. We're going to be uh, here on uh, Saturday evenings and Monday evenings. You just have to stay tuned for the listings over here on Blog Talk Radio, and uh, evangelist Phil Armstrong, he's got other things. You'll just have to keep in contact with his uh, stuff over on Facebook as well as in the here on the blog talk radio site, what you are listening to right now. And again, I just thank God for everybody. I am going to close out in prayer and we're going to go out with, with a song and uh, just God bless everybody and just get right with the Lord. Dear father, God, we just give the, all the glory and the honor to you. I thank you for time for this broadcast. We ask many blessings upon the uh, prophecies of the end time uh, and prophecy of the end times as well as uh over here at the broadcast we're at with brother phil at uh power prophecy zone dot com you know over here father we just ask you would just bless brother phil in jesus name of prophecy zone in a mighty way for letting us be here give you all the glory and the honor that is due to you oh father and until next time we love you guys and we're going out with this song right here just thank you for being here goodbye thank you for stopping in here this evening the consuming fire radio broadcast here over here on the network the network is fireoftheholyghost.com that is our network that we are broadcasting from and Michael Parker the evangelist michael parker is
3: hello uh fanatical obey your pastors we go on who is your allegiance to